Today on Rooted Daily, we talk about Christ's attitude toward politics. Welcome to Rooted Daily, the podcast where in 10 minutes or less each day, we root you in the Bible so you can grow with God. I'm Brandon Levy, and today we're talking about politics and Christ's attitude towards politics. So, you know, I studied political science in school, and it's what I got my degree in, and the one thing that became clear, four years of education, is that politics are inherently divisive. In a democratic system, we say that everyone is to examine the facts and make up their own mind. And so by the end of the day, everyone's come to their own opinion. We focus on different facts. We have different perspectives. And naturally, we come to different conclusions. And even at a time when that kind of diversity of thought wasn't encouraged in politics, everyone knew politics could be divisive. Turn with me to Matthew chapter 22. In verse 15, it says, Then the Pharisees went out and laid plans to trap him, meaning Jesus, in his words. They sent their disciples to him along with the Herodians. Teacher, they said, we know that you are a man of integrity, that you teach the way of God in accordance with the truth, and you aren't swayed by others because you pay no attention to who they are. Tell us then. What is your opinion? Is it right to pay the imperial tax to Caesar or not? But Jesus, knowing their evil intent, said, You hypocrites, why are you trying to trap me? How did the Pharisees try to trap Jesus? Politics. Should we give to Caesar? Politics are divisive. That's because politics are how we deal with some of the hardest questions we face. Imagine for a moment, you are a Christian, you're living in Kiev, Ukraine. It's then a part of the Soviet Union and the year is 1938, right at the height of Stalin's purges. Your neighbor is a poet who was snatched up and thrown into a gas van where he was executed without a trial, but not knowing that his family is still sitting around the kitchen table waiting dinner until he can come home. How would you respond to a political climate like that? And we can look at hundreds, thousands of examples where our relationship with government is put to the test, both historical and modern. And these aren't easy dilemmas to resolve, and we aren't going to resolve them in 10 minutes here by any means. Some of our questions are clear-cut, but Christians, good, honest, holy people, have searched the scriptures and come away wondering about some of the questions that as human beings, we've decided are really important. And those questions, they're provocative, they can be divisive, and they certainly are relevant to us today. And it seems like our world is revolving around politics. You know, we huddle around the nightly news just so we can find something to be outraged about. And we can go the next day into work or more likely just go onto social media and say how angry it makes us. Someone coined this time in our history as the generation of outrage. And it doesn't matter about what it is. We're always mad about something. And it's not just a little irritated either. We are passionate about how wrong everything in politics is. We are, in fact, 
outraged all the time. And that's not limited to a generation or a a political ideology. Our culture is rapidly pushing us to stake our identities in what makes us angry. And we have to express that all the time. That's exhausting. And it's not sustainable. We aren't designed to work that way. And this is so important to our faith because Christians are being trapped by politics every day. It's happening at offices with your coworkers or dinners with extended family, even between Christians. We're asked the same thing that Jesus was. So we know you claim to proclaim the truth, but what is your opinion? Looking back at Matthew chapter 22, it says, Teacher, we know that you are a man of integrity and that you teach the way of God in accordance with the truth. You aren't swayed by others because you pay no attention to who they are. Tell us then, what is your opinion? Is it right to pay the imperial tax to Caesar or not? But Jesus, knowing their evil intent, said, You hypocrites, why are you trying to trap me? Show me the coin used for paying the tax. And they brought him a denarius, and he asked them, Whose image is this, and whose inscription? Well, it's Caesar's, they replied. Then he said to them, So, give back to Caesar what is Caesar's, and to God what is God's. When they heard this, they were amazed. And so they left him and went away. They were amazed at the way Jesus answered them. That's not how people ordinarily respond to those kinds of questions. They asked Jesus, you proclaim that you teach the absolute truth. Absolute meaning it applies to everyone. It's not subjective. 2 Corinthians 5.15 tells us that Jesus died for all. When it says, and for he died for all, that those who live should no longer live for themselves, but for him who died for them and was raised again. Jesus died for each and every one of us so that we could have the opportunity to come close to him. And that is the truth that he proclaimed. So they tell him, Jesus, you teach the truth. But what's your opinion? The Pharisees, they tried to find a question that would trap Jesus into giving a subjective opinion. That's normally the nature of politics. And Jesus, knowing their intentions, he didn't fall for it. And neither should we. Give back to Caesar what is Caesar's and to God what is God's. Jesus didn't fall for their trap. Give to Caesar what is Caesar's. We have a certain obligation to civil government. But Jesus continues, importantly, give to God what is God. We better be sure that we are reserving what belongs to God. You know, we can participate in politics. We can talk about politics but it can never come in the way of our duty to God. Jesus recognized exactly what the Pharisees were trying to get him to do. They asked, enough with the truth, let's hear your opinion. Now, I have opinions too. I have opinions about politics, and I think that a lot of them are well-founded. You know, we can have opinions about politics, and we can share those opinions with others, but we better take a hard look And ask ourselves, are we more excited to share our subjective opinion about politics or our objective truth of the gospel? 
Do we want to spend all of our effort and time perfecting a kingdom here on earth or sharing the news of the kingdom of God? Worst of all, our politics dividing what God said should be unified. Politics are divisive. When Christians stake their identity on what makes them outraged in politics, they're no different than the world, first. And second, we're replacing an identity that should be reserved for Christ. That'll do it for this episode of Rooted Daily, and I'm looking forward to sitting down and talking with you next time. Hey, thanks for watching this episode of Rooted Daily. We're praying that you're growing with us as we study the Bible and use God's word as our only foundation. If you appreciate this content and want to make sure the others see it, subscribe to the podcast on your favorite app and hit the share button. Most importantly, if you're ready to take the next step, repent, be baptized, and hand over your life to Jesus, shoot me an email to brandon at rooteddaily.com right now.